0: Bob um, Parker, Fox Sports F Two. The first is, how much have you thought? How much of this week was spent on Homestead and how much was spent on Phoenix? Uh, zero for me. Zero on Phoenix. Um, all Homestead. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, obviously your mind thinks about Phoenix a little bit, but I haven't watched any film. I haven't looked at any data or anything like that. So I love this weekend. I love Homestead and just trying to watch as much video of this place as I could to get my mind ready to run the wall. And what do you remember that you did well a couple of years ago at Phoenix to win the title that you hope to
1: repeat in a few weeks?
0: Um, well, we start off the weekend by getting the pole. That was huge to get the number one pit stall. Um, and then you know, in the race, we at different points we had a good car, and at other points you know, we we weren't. You know, I f- felt like at, at certain points of the race, all four of us um, had the best car and uh not that we had the best car at the end of the race but um your pit crew did a really good job and in that number one pit stall you paid off to be important so yeah and going back you obviously i know how you know important that pit stall is so you put a big emphasis on qualifying um we had you know a weekend similar to 2021 earlier this year in the spring you'll get in the pole and then uh just didn't execute the last restart right so um looking at at those sort of little mistakes that we had in the spring and and then also just trying to execute like we did in 2021 i think is you know, where my mind's at on what we need to do to win the championship um and into i mean you need a fast car which i know or i hope that we will and you'll have a good a good weekend come up here to greg
2: hey kyle uh greg Engel, you you normally on your schedule you're a busy dude you're you're going this race that race Tuesday here Wednesday there that from what I understand correct me if I'm wrong you've kind of curtailed that now that you're the championships getting closer um, is does that take is it is it more pressure not to be doing all that stuff because you're getting a groove and stuff or um, is there a sense of FOMO or anything or is it just business as usual
0: I mean I would be racing if there was races to run <laughs> so um, it's not that oh, I bear. Cut it back on, you know, because I want to focus on this. It's more that there's no more midweek racing left. You know, I I'm not going to race in Texas last night and then come to Homestead and be in the media center 8 a.m. <laughs> the next day. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just can't race. Um, yeah, I started a busy week. You know, I tested the late model on Monday, and then you know we've been in Oklahoma uh, Wednesday and. Thursday and flew here yesterday, you know, Owens are racing. So, um, I think next week's fairly calm for me and then, and then it's Phoenix. So, and then my racing picks back up uh, after that. So, yeah, I mean, it's not that I am cutting back because I need to. Um, I'm cutting back because I don't have the opportunity (laughs) to go race. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: Um, I, I don't know if this is a fair assessment or not. So, with the, in the next gen era of all the ovals, is this the track where the driver can do the most or control the most compared to, you know, because just the ability to run the high line, does that, or, or are there other tracks where the driver can make that much of a difference?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, that's a good question. I, I won this race last year, so I wanna say it's all driver, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think for whatever reason, it didn't seem like people could run the wall quite as good as I could last year, so you were able to have a big advantage on the long run. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I still think I still think it's a little harder to pass probably than what the old car would have been, potentially. I don't know. I mean, I spent all the race in the lead last year, but it just, when I caught, like, traffic and stuff, it looked like there was, like, big groups of people, like it was tough to pass. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully our car's good again, and, and we can... You'll be up front the whole, the whole race, and you have good pit stops, good restarts, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, regardless, I do think Homestead's probably a, a track where you're the driver. Probably means a little bit more than, than somewhere else. And then, can you refresh my
2: memory of how you figured out that the Highline was going to work so well for you here? Like, is that just purely from, hey, like, this is works of dirt, let me try this, or, like, is something else? Did something build up to that to make you discover
0: that? um well when i ran i remember when i ran the the race the truck race here in 2012 that was my first time here and and we we had a really good race and and led some of it um i got to battle with kyle bush for a little while and and um yeah we were running i was running fairly high and then he passed me and like stuck his hand out the window and told me to get higher um so i just started running as high as I could or at least at a point in the corner you know I would get really close to the wall and then you know once you do that you know, a few times you can feel you can feel the the effect that the your know, right side of the car has against the wall so then over time you know you just start pushing it and entering higher and and you start getting that wall at an earlier point in the corner and eventually you just end up running right next to the wall the whole lap so um, I watched a little bit of you know, my first Xfinity race I ran here in twenty thirteen last night and just seeing the difference of you know, how I ran back then. And even back then, you know, I cheated the entry some and would slide up to the wall and then I just think as years go on, you know, you just like I said, you just get more comfortable entering higher and um then obviously you know, they're reading lap times off to you and, and you can feel it too, but when you read a lap time off that's two tenths better than a lap before, you you know, that it was faster, so then yeah. You just keep pushing it and, and obviously, you know, I've hit the wall here a lot, but uh to get comfortable you have to make those mistakes. Are you sure he was telling you to get higher not to Yeah. No, he wasn't flipping me off. I know that. But uh I don't know, he did that. He actually so maybe he wasn't saying that back then, but he um he did that again somewhere this year um he passed me and like stuck his hand out and was doing that i asked him later i was like why what were you telling me like i was already running the top and he's like he said no that was me telling you i'm gonna run the bottom and and you just you know i'm gonna leave you laying up top for some fresh air so maybe that's what he was telling me back then but i took it as you know i needed to run higher like i was this young rookie i mean it was only my fourth ever truck race at the time so i i took it as you know i needed to get higher so I just started running higher and, and passed him back a few laps later, and um, we've been really good here ever since. Good, okay, go ahead.
2: Dave Moody from MRN and Sirius XM. You mentioned it. You seem to have an ability at the extreme outside that not everybody has. Reddick's kind of the same way.
0: Does that relate at all to all the years that the two of you have spent banging cushions and sprint cars and midgets over the years? Yeah, I mean I definitely think. You know, coming from the background that we have, um, it definitely helps. You know, I, I think homestead to me reminds me a lot of Eldora. Um, the way both ends, the way both ends are, the way you kind of cup into turn one, you know, three and fours a little more, seems a little flatter and all that, but you still run against the wall. It, it just feels similar to me. And then, yeah, I mean that also that feel that you get of packing the air against the wall kind of feels like. You're running a, a soft cushion to me at a dirt track. So, um, yeah, I think that's why you know dirt guys kind of excel here. I can't think of any pavement guy or pavement background driver that is really comfortable against the wall. But um, I mean, maybe Truex. Truex is really good. Denny's good on occasion running the wall. Um, but yeah, Redick and, and myself, we seem to be really, really comfortable up there. Okay, we'll go back here to Claire.
1: Claire B. Lang, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. So fans are enamored with you running the wall, and it's really interesting to hear you talk about it. Cole Custer was saying yesterday they were having a hard time seeing and couldn't even see the wall while they were trying to get up close to it, and that could figure into the end of the Xfinity race. And I was asking him about, because some drivers say you can actually hear the sound. Do you go off the sound? Are you able to do that when you're running the wall if you can't see as well? Have you been in a situation? I don't think for Cup here the sun will be a problem, but... Can you talk about that?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I think you kind of use all your senses. You use sight, sound, feel, all of that. So, um, yeah, the sound gets really loud when as you touch the wall, so you don't really want it to change too much. Um, but, yeah, the sun is really bad into one, um, so I'm guessing that's where he's talking about it's difficult um, as it, gets later into the day, it's kind of right in your eye, eye line um, into turn one. And yeah, it needs to kind of get behind the sweets and stuff there into, into one for you to be able to see well enough again. But yeah, I think that's when, I, I think I just more go off of the feel of the, the air pushing against your car and the wall. That, that's kind of where I get most of my feel from, I think, but I'm sure sound as well
1: and at this stage because you know we give you a lot of credit for how good you are at that how often in your mind are you completely sure that that you're there at that line and not going over and how many times would you take a chance when you're running the wall to get ever so much closer are you pretty much sure now given all the things you've told us
0: um well i mean i you know you still get into the wall like last year i mean we we i ran next to the wall you know, the whole race basically, and yeah, you, know, you scuff it a little bit here and there. Um, it's it's you know less of a penalty now to to scrape the wall as it was with the old car. You know the bodies are so tough, so you know, that that allows you to to be a little bit more aggressive with how close you get to the wall. I feel like, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, you race these cars every weekend, so you get a good feel for the the proximity of yourself to the wall and others. So. Yeah, that helps. And then, <clears throat> too, I mean, like I said, you can just feel it. You can feel the air um, really easily, so that, that that is a good gauge for sure. Okay, we'll come up here to Lee
2: and then to Dustin.
1: Lee Spencer, catchfence.com. Um, you finished second last year at Martinsville. Do you have any recollection of what was going on behind you with Ross Chastain And that? I mean, I'm sure you could hear the crowd, but what do you, you know, could, you were so far ahead, but I mean, what what is your recollection of that moment?
0: Uh, I, <clears throat> Yeah, I was in second, but I remember, like, you know, they didn't obviously say anything on the radio or nothing like that, but I came off turn four, and, you know, you look in the mirror to see, you know, kind of how close the guy is behind you, and I remember just seeing, like, something kind of going on um, as, like, somebody late, like, off of turn four, like, had, like, there was a new car in my mirror, <laughs> um, so that's kind of... All I really remember from that, and then yeah, you get to see the replay and all that. So, uh, yeah, that was crazy for sure, and and you know I'm sure we'll see the highlight of it a million more times as we lead into Martinsville. But uh, yeah, um, that was that was definitely wild. Okay, come over here, Dustin.
2: Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Um, as Owen gets older, does he have a little bit more of a? understanding and appreciation of what dad's doing in the sense of going for another championship. You know, I'm sure there was a lot of excitement a couple of years ago, but do you notice then how he's viewing what you're doing right now a little differently as he's gotten older and understanding things?
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, that, that'd be a, a good question. I think for him, uh, he'd get nervous really if, if you were asking him a question, I'm sure, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think he understands, <clears throat> you know, what, what, you know, what we did last week and what that means for a few weeks from now. Um, but I don't know if he thinks it's, like, cool. I don't know if he <laughs> – like, I don't I don't know what he thinks about it. But I know he knows that, you know, we get to race for another championship and all that. And, and even Audrey, I think, you know, she was three. And she, you know, sees the pictures of her sitting in the trophy and all that. Like, even she understands, I think, what that race means a little bit. But maybe not quite to the magnitude that, you know, all of us – think that that race is or what a championship really you know means to somebody but um yeah i mean i think as he gets older as you know, all my children get older though they'll, they'll understand a little bit more um but i think when you're when a kids that young like dad's not really that cool <laughs> yet so i think as they get older they can really appreciate even more so does that mean with Owen's racing does he
2: if you give advice and then somebody
0: else gives the same advice, he's more likely to listen to the other person. Oh yeah, he doesn't listen to me at all. (laughs) I don't even talk to him anymore (laughs) at this point at the races. He usually does better the less I talk to him. So um, yeah, I don't really talk to him a whole lot at the races. I kind of just stay out of everything.
2: And and one other thing, you you were talking to to, uh, Bob's question earlier about the things that you learned did well at Phoenix. Are there things, even with the success of 2021, that You'll look to go back and change this time around to. It works better in your schedule. Do something better, and in, in, in that from that learning experience.
0: Um, no, I mean I feel like you. Yeah, the, the whole week was a great experience. Um, last time, you know, it's your first, it's your first opportunity at championship. So you want like you. Yeah, there's a lot of friends and family coming and all that, and and that was really special to me, and and basically the same group of people are already planning on coming you know this this trip um so yeah I mean you hang out with them and you know, grab dinner and all that I mean trying to treat it as as a fairly normal week and not trying to distance myself from from my friends and family um so yeah I mean I plan on doing basically the same stuff I did last uh, last time so um, yeah, I mean, I'm curious how Media Week will be different. Stuff like that, you know, that, that I think will be a little bit different. You know, where that location is, stuff like that around the city. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. You know, my friends and family are really important to me, so it was it was awesome that they were there last time, and we got to celebrate afterwards. And you know, I'm I'm happy that they're coming back, and you know, hopefully we get to celebrate again later in the night.
2: Okay, we'll come up here to Zach, and then Jordan. <clears throat>
0: Going back to that championship race in 21, um, a lot of
2: the, I think, four of the five pit crew members on your team today are uh, were, were pitting your car back then. To see them kind of be able to continue to, to be an elite crew despite the, the change from the five lugs to the, to the single lug, um, how important has that been to the success of this, this five team? And, and is there any kind of bond that you have with those guys, being that they've uh, been on your car for so long now?
0: Yeah, I mean, and they've been in the sport for a long time, even before I got in the sport. So um I'm not sure how many championships a few of them have, but it's gotta be a lot, you know, because they were on Jimmy's team as well. Um, but yeah, no, this this year for sure they've done a great, great job. Um you 2021, they were the best pick crew all season. This year they've been in the top two or three all season. You know, big improvement from where they were at last year. I think there was a lot to be learned with the you know, new style pit stops last year and uh just took them a little bit of time but you know all season they've been really strong so all of Hendrick Motorsports really has been really strong on pit road so um yes they've been important to every one of our wins this year and and you know to win a cup series race it just takes your whole team for sure and um you know like last week they we gained two spots on pit road and got control of the race for the last run and and that was it and uh, Richmond, I mean, Darlington, they're, they're a part of every win in, in a big way. So, yeah, I hope that, uh, you know, we can continue that. I think what I like the most about them is, is they're the best when it matters, you know, at the end of the race. So that's that's really important to win, to win these races. Go over here to Jordan, and then we'll wrap with one question in the back.
2: Jordan Bianchi, The Athletic. Uh, do you have a favorite, uh, two, kind of two-part, do you have a favorite Kevin Harvick story on the track, like encounter or exchange or anything? Specific, on the track? On the track, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I've just really enjoyed racing with him. He's so such a tough racer, and um, I feel like he can do a lot more with his race car than most drivers can. So um, I've had some great battles with him. Um, I think he's only been mad at me, like, one time. So that's pretty good, I feel like. So um, and he probably doesn't even remember when he was mad. So what was he mad about? Um, it was Phoenix, I don't know, a long time ago. And, and he was battling to make it into the championship four. And there was a restart. And uh, I think it was like, it was, I think Joey ended up winning the race, but he was second row, I was third row inside. And I kind of, I didn't even like get in there, but I just kind of showed my nose. And um he was mad about that and came down afterwards. Um I can't remember what exactly what he said, but I explained to myself that you know he wasn't gonna win anyways. Um and uh he, he he was fine with it afterwards. I was like, whoa, that that went uh smoother than I thought it was going to. He was walking over, I was pretty scared. So um yeah, he's just an intense guy and, and I've made it a point this year to not piss him off <laughs> because He's probably in his zero fucks given tour, so um, didn't want to be on the receiving end of any, anything. Uh, and then off the track, favorite story with Kevin. Uh, off the track, I just really appreciate and 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 notice, pay attention to how great of a father he is. Um, you know how dedicated he is to Keelan for sure, but even his daughter Piper. You know you can tell that that she's a daddy's girl, and and Audrey is a daddy's girl, or daddy's, yeah, daddy's girl as well, so, um, yeah, watching him balance all that, and, and, you know, I feel like his kids are are very well behaved and and very mature for their ages, so, um, yeah, just try to pay attention to how he parents and, and put a little bit of that into my parenting as well.